There you are. Oh, I thought we'd have to do the show without you, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Podcasting will, will be a thrill. Grandpa and chill, grandson and friends. Podcasting will, grandpa and chill. Will be a thrill, grandson and friends. With your host, Grandpa Bart and Brandon Fox. Finest Jackson and Sierra Doss. This is Grandpa and Chill. All right. I was waiting for you to hit the remote on your ring light. Yeah. I can get it. It's downstairs. You no, want me you to? Don't have to. No, no. Okay. That's no. what I thought you meant. I was excited. Yeah, no, that's I, had, what... I had like background. I'll shadow. bring mine. I'll bring mine next time. And when we can, okay. we can both have our ring lights. Be fancy. I've been recording, so I'm ready to roll. I also oh. like that this is the first time I've like actually recorded early to like be prepared. Yeah, we, we didn't say no anything. Time. We had no problem. We didn't talk at all, but we had no uh-huh. problems. Well, Grandpa got himself on. Yeah, he's ready to rumble. I did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was just plain luck. <laughs> uh-huh. You said, "Hold on, let me let me get myself onto this thing," and that was the first time you were ever already on. You didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> said let me handle this shit i've been working on on learning a editing program for video and it's like hundreds of pages of nomenclature that i am not familiar with yeah what are you using scissors (laughs) which which program yes it's called resolve oh yeah 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 yeah. it's scissors uh what is that's what they used to do before you could digitally I, edit. I bought a uh, Black Magic camera. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm. It does uh, cinema quality. I bought a 6K Black Magic. So, Dang. And the camera learning it is not too difficult, but the editing. Uh, yeah. It's it's called DaVinci Resolve. Yeah, I've been meaning. I downloaded it. I've been meaning to try to start using it. Really? Well, yeah. if you learn it, let me know. Uh, <laughs> I when I get when I actually do some shoots, I'll try to get you maybe to do some editing for me because it's uh, quite yeah. a quite a uh, uh, complete program. I've heard really good things about it, and it's like really good things, and like people are very surprised that it's free. And oh wow, yeah. Like well, there's a paid a lot version of, of it, but like you can get a lot of like the really good features for free. They've done a lot of uh, uh, you know regular feature films using it. Yeah, using that editing program, so it should be pretty good. And uh, but it takes you know there's a learning curve. Yeah. So delightful. How long? Do you, how long have you been playing around with it? Well, I've only I've only had the camera for a couple of weeks, so I've pretty much learned the camera. The camera's only like 50 pages of, you know, things to learn. But but I don't know it all. I probably know 50% of it, of the camera. But, uh, you know, there's there's things like for me, the editing is difficult because I have a problem with tints and hues and, and saturation. And, you know, there's like so many things that you have to visually be able to see it. And I, and I don't know that I have that artistic ability for visually. 
you know what? Your perspective is your artistic integrity, artistic vision. Whatever you think it looks right yeah. is, is the art. But you can't even see it, no right? You see, you see what? I said even if no one else thinks so. Yeah. That, yeah. that, makes, that makes it even more niche and cool. Okay. All right. If Tyler Perry can do it, that's just what I've that's what I've chosen to live by. This Wait, Tyler, does Tyler Perry use the same song? What What is Tyler Perry doing? Tyler Perry can do whatever he wants, and that's been my that's what I've been that's been my motto this year. You yeah. Know? You can well, do one it. of the uh, most well known uh, editing programs is called ProRes, and that that's uh, used quite a bit. But this one is uh, is what's uh, developed by Blackmagic Design. And uh, it's a very good program. It's just that it takes a while. I'm sure you'll get it. Pardon? I'm sure you'll get it. Well, I hope so. Yeah, it's going to take some time. The more you fool around with it, the easier it gets. And, like, knowing what you want also just makes it easier. A lot of editing is just your own choices. And, and Brandon, aren't you you working on, um, on programming? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, death by a thousand cuts. Sounds like a success story. <laughs> it's I don't know why I've been googling death by a thousand cuts so much recently, and I think I just put it together. But um, you know, it's when so, when someone is a great war criminal, like they. Uh, they, you know, killed the leader or whatever, instead of executing them, they would uh, tie them to a post and, like, just, like, take out a little piece of their flesh, you know? And um, that's what it feels like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Sounds morbid to me. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's great. It's awesome. Are you working on anything outside of, whatever you normally do do you have any like hobbies or what are you what are you mm, up to what am i up to um I, i'm reading a book called uh erotic stories for punjabi women punjabi widows <laughs> it's uh it's really good i enjoy that i just finished like fun home which is short for a funeral home it's like by allison alice bechtel it's a graphic novel about uh, a girl lives in that that grew up uh, like with a father that ran a funeral home. And that was pretty good and dark. I love dark stuff. Whatever. When did someone you, did, dies. you read that on your podcast? No, no, no. It's a graphic novel. I don't want to take away the whole uh, audio podcast. Wouldn't work for that. Oh, that's true. Um, uh, I'm I am reading Franz Kafka stuff too. Those short stories, but I read a short story today. What was it called? What was a short story today? Oof. Put me on. Let's see. Ricky Tiki Tabby. Oh boy, we if got a whole Franz, episode. <laughs> if Franz Kafka wrote Ricky Tiki Tabby, that would be hilarious because it would make no sense, I'm sure. Um, but uh, let's see. I I drew a picture. Let me see. I got it somewhere. Ugh. It's getting pretty good. Ooh! Um, Whoa! You're, you're a really good cartoonist artist. Delightful. Thank you. I'm going to paint it sometime. Put it up again. We, I hardly had time to oh. see it. How cool. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Thanks. Yeah. It looks um, like, um, like, you know, Yogi, Yogi Bear and Boo 
or whatever the sidekick yeah. is. Uh-huh. Like he could be one of one of the characters in that world for sure. Oh, what was yeah. that Disney show with like the big bear? The barn scene. Um, uh, it's like a giant ass puppet bear. Hold on. I know the cartoon bear who had a bunch of different animal friends. Big bear. Big bear. Wait. He. Bear in the big blue house. You know what he looks like to me? He looks like a, a bigger version of. Do you remember? Cord Cordru Cord C O R D U. Kudroy. Yeah, like a bigger version of that. Like this is Kud. That's Kudroy. Yes, I remember him, and I had like some little corduroy pants, and I was like, "Man, these yeah, are the corduroy. best pants in town." Corduroy. There it is. More pants, and then I was like, "Mom, where are my corduroy pants?" She's like, "Sierra, you're 14. Stop it." Uh-huh. Good times. Good times. I I mean I like um overalls. I used to like wearing those as a kid. I haven't worn them since I, since I've been an adult, but. It sounds really cool to have those. When I was you working should. on campus over the summer, we brought back overalls, and I bought my first pair ever in life. It's they're really comfortable. You should name your character overalls. Oh, okay, there it is. All, all the characters should just be named after what pants they're wearing. Yeah, the what Grandpa other show would was be like named that? nothing. There is on Pokemon the animated series. I think uh, some of their characters are named after underpants, but there's Ash Ketchum. That's nothing. Is Professor. I think. Dragon Ball? Oh, is it Dragon Ball? Yeah, because it's. um, Bulma is like. Bulma is supposed to have something to do with like. Bloomers. Yeah. Yeah. Her daughter's name is Bra. There it is. Yes. I think her mom's name is Panty. Yeah, yeah. They're all undergarments. Yes. Dragon Ball names are the funniest thing ever. They are. Everyone's named after undergarments and vegetables. Yeah. Trying to think of something interesting else. Uh, I listened to a podcast about the anthrop- the biological anthropology of like apes. So it's talking about female apes in general. It's talking about how their menstrual cycle and compared to human menstrual cycles and the men of, like the two different the difference between apes and us and all that stuff like that. It was really cool. I learned quite a bit. I yeah. Thought about that. There. Yeah, we're so close to them, but they're. I'm they're, glad you haven't thought about that because. And now I have like 18,000 questions. I've never really thought about any other animal's menstrual cycle, but now yeah. I have like a thousand so questions. Interesting. Are and we like crazy. the shittiest animals with like the shittiest menstrual cycles? Because Yeah, I believe the most. I was going to say, like, there'd be blood all over the jungle. Like, we yeah. might just have the shittiest menstrual cycle I've ever. That's so interesting. What is it called? Uh, it was called Biological Anthropology, Sexy Apes, is what the in parentheses, but it's by, but it's by Ali Ward. It's called Ologies. They just talk about different, some scientist comes on each episode about what specific ology they have. And today, that, that episode happened to be about just female apes. Sexy so. apes. I, uh, coincidentally, I was watching a uh, animal program yesterday, and it was a, young woman sitting there and an orangutan put his arms around her right on her breasts and gave her a big kiss. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Straight to HR with that one. I was yeah. I was hearing about um on another podcast how like the the apes um like there was this woman who bought one as a baby and he was so cute and nice and then he grew up. 
and she'd have friends over and he'd get really territorial and jealous. And then one time her friend came over this lady and the lady, uh, the friend of the owner said like, Hey, you have to stop feeding him whiskey and giving him like, uh, um, sleeping pills. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, and so she was trying to convince the owner not to. And the, the, ape caught wind and like attacked her and like ripped her face off and bit off her fingers and stuff like that is that the thing that was on oprah i i i didn't hear this from oprah but i'm sure like, it sounds like it would be on oprah. from like several years ago who this is a while ago face ripped off i mean I, this this really specifically was the a lady who told her friend to stop feeding her ape sleeping pills and whiskey and so the ape ripped her face off i mean this happens all the time like it's very like like they're wild animals you know you can't like you can't be more specific which alcoholic primate rips uh, whiskey and sleeping pills i I don't know how many there could be well i've never heard that part of the story before i just heard i've always just heard that there was some stupid lady who had like a chimp or something as a pet and it ripped her friend's face off. That's only that's the part I always heard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was here's, another one. Here, here's the ape's point of view: is like they try to take away my peels. Right, my <laughs> <laughs> it's a real story. <laughs> it's true. That's that's what happened. I mean, fucking. Uh, I mean, it's basically human. You know, it's like you're depriving it of it's, it's me in quarantine. A happy time. Yeah. That's Do we have any uh, particular uh, subject that we're going to discuss this evening, or what, what do you want to talk about, Grandpa? I haven't. I don't have any ideas right now. Nothing. What about you, Finus? What are you or Sierra? Let me try to tie in all our interests. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, pol- pol- political wise, what have I been focusing on? Uh, Trump is bringing people out of Iraq. Which is, you know, the pros and cons of that. Uh, um, he hasn't conceded yet. That's boring, no. Now, <laughs> um, trying to think, what else? What is this? Steve? Yeah, Grandpa doesn't seem engaged by that. Surprising. I still, I still haven't. I still. You say what? Go ahead, Grandpa. I said that's not true. I, I, I I'm always interested in in politics. I don't know if it's a good idea for our podcast, but I'm always interested in it. We, I thought we swore never again after last week. Oh, okay. No, I, think, okay. I think Sierra okay. begged never again. <laughs> I, yeah, I did. I did very few. <laughs> but, uh, all right, what were you saying, Finest? Uh, trying to think of something and, hmm, What did I talk about recently? Are you are you guys getting out at all, doing any traveling, or just oh, pretty much staying? Oh no, no, no. I'm yeah. literally I'm literally quarantine quarantining because like literally quarantining because you were you're forced to it. Or are you just doing it cause of, because of? No, I'm sick. I'm I'm sick. You know. Oh. Yeah. This is, this is no. Oh, were you not? Oh, were, oh you weren't on. Um, yeah, dude, I, uh, I got tested for coronavirus Monday cause I woke up, I woke up Monday morning and I had the coding boot camp, and I like woke up early and I, I like couldn't move. I felt really, really sick. And, uh, I was like, fuck, I, I need to go to a rapid test like right now. And, um, it ended up, I have tonsillitis, like a bacterial infection 
so I'm on antibiotics. Um, mm-hmm. But the both COVID tests were negative, and uh, like some of the symptoms overlap. But he says like, yeah, your tonsils tonsils are really swollen. Like that's not really a symptom of COVID. But like I'm still quarantining just because like you know it's not a good time to be around people. You're a high sick. risk boy. You're a high risk. You're a high risk. Do you have any indication as to whether or not uh, I'm always high risk? Just going to go away, true. or you would need to be operated on, have your tonsil removed. My grandpa, <laughs> I uh, I hope not. No, um, they, he just gave me antibiotics, so I'm on amoxicillin, and then I got I got uh, what is it, six more days of the pills left. But I feel much better. I mean, I was scared Monday that I wasn't going to be able to log on to the podcast because I couldn't I couldn't speak. I mean, I was in a lot of pain. But I got I got like a whole box of drugs right here. And, wow. um, you know what I'm interested in is, uh, I mean, we we literally have not talked about the coronavirus on a single episode, like as a topic. Mm-hmm. Should we do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't know if it it's like haha fun, but I think it, like anything can listen, be haha fun. Yeah, not with that <laughs> when Finus is talking about it. <laughs> but like, but like. I don't know. When I listen to stuff about it that's, like, honest, it feels comforting. But I, I, I don't know. We don't have to. I'm just getting Aisha flashbacks. I'm going to be honest. No. No. I don't want to talk about coronavirus conspiracy. No. None of that shit at all. Well, if it, it, come, if it comes with the territory, you know. Grandpa talk about not there for that. When you, get, about- when you get strangers uh, that you never... Yeah. I guess everything fucking devolves into conspiracy theories on this podcast. But not from us. Oh, okay. You know what? COVID does it covers so much though. It it right because it does cover politics as well. Um, when you talk about it, so you know we're touching on lots of different things, and it comes from it comes from animals. So it it fills my need as go. well. There you go. We could talk about we talk about animals a lot, don't we? Yeah, yeah we do. Not enough. Does an animal? Yeah. that friendly? I part? love animals. I worked with animals. Well. Ricky Ticky Tabby. Yeah. Well, regarding COVID, do you think that we should have like a a complete lockdown or just um, basically do like we're doing right now in different areas, uh, cutting back on, you know, the number of people that can go into a restaurant or whatever, meet together, or should we have something more severe? What do you think, Grandpa? Um, I think it's very difficult in this country to force people to uh, to uh, totally stay indoors and not go out at all but um, but certainly they should I certainly think they should wear a mask and I don't know why that's ever become a, a political issue at all why do you why do you think it's so hard here well people uh, I guess they they want their freedom uh, I think I mentioned on an earlier podcast that I had met a, a lady from China was being sent back to the country. She worked in um, in uh, biotech, and uh, this was back in February. And she told me then that was going what was going on in China, and that uh, people were had to stay indoors. They even delivered the food to them. That they weren't going to do that. They'll never do it in the U.S. And that we're going to have much more issues, much more problems from it. Yeah. And it, at that time, it just went in one ear and out the other. I mean, hardly understood what she was talking about. Yeah, I heard like Belgium 
even pays their artists. Like if you're a freelance artist, they gave you people money so they could live. Um, you know, I think that we should be inside the house. Yeah, I think people should be. I think we should be on lockdown. If I had to be, if it was up to me, just until we figure some things out, or at least until flu season is over, because the hospitals are already at like it's already busy during flu season. You know, there's no Ooh. reason that the What's up? I got a question. Vaccine comes out tomorrow. Are you taking it? No. No. <laughs> then yeah. what the fuck are we all doing? Like, you what you something. mean? We just, I don't. I don't know what you mean. Uh, we're all like, oh man, fuck this lockdown. Like, oh, we, oh, we, we, uh, you know, we, we gotta wait for the vaccine. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Stop! Oh no! I messed up. I messed up. Brandon. Brandon. Oh my God. Brandon, I'm so sorry. I accidentally hit X. I'm so sorry. You have to open up the clean. Brandon, listen to me. Brandon, listen to me. You have to open the clean feedback up. I accidentally hit X. I'm so sorry. I thought we were on, aren't we? I know. I hit the wrong button. I'm so oh. sorry. Hold on. I can hear Sierra. Yeah, I can hear everybody. I yeah. I, I X'd out Brandon while Brand, he was talking oh, about it. I'm oh, so okay. sorry. I'll give him a call. Hold on. Oh, He's, no, no, no. I'm back. I'm, I'm back. so oh, sorry. Oh, okay. oh but my you God. Didn't, you just exited me out, not anybody I was, else? Okay, so I was trying to hit the little gear to make sure that everybody was um on no headphones, and I hit the X on accident. I'm so sorry. I feel like... It wasn't even worth it. <laughs> I just, like, X'd your whole argument. I'm so sorry. Well, Sierra, pro vaxxer stance. No, it, it's not that. I mean, I, I feel like you. I, I feel like I never said that I was like, oh, poor lockdown. I'm, I'm okay with lockdown. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with staying at home. I'm, yeah, no. I, you know, but uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean you. Like you, sp- just the general consensus I'm getting from people of like, like. Like we have to, uh, we have to be in lockdown until the vaccine comes, and then w- once the vaccine comes, everything, like we can start getting back to normal. But it's like, what's the point of a vaccine if most people aren't going to take it? You know. Well, I think I think most people will take it. They're gonna man. They're gonna have to mandate it. Yeah. At some point. I mean, when I was a kid, and maybe when you were kids, I don't know. Uh, it was mandated that you had to have shots for diphtheria and um, mm-hmm. uh, yellow fever jaundice. We got, you know, several different vaccinations uh, when I was a kid before you could go to school. Were you alive for smallpox? Yeah, that's when we, we had the vaccination for that. Was that mandatory? Because that's the yeah. only I was reading last night. Smallpox is the only disease that's ever only virus. I think we've ever eradicated. That was a pandemic. Right. And, and yeah, and they did eradicate it and it was required that you had it was um, uh, the uh, Emancipation Proclamation said the Board of Education, you must have a vaccination. Ooh. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I take a vaccine after a little bit, like after I see other people um, turn into zombies. I'm going to need a who approved vaccine. I just, you know, and who am I to take it? I'm just staying at home in lockdown. Let's give the people that mm. need it. Let me chill out. 
and I'll watch from behind too. I'll be like, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> no new legs, no 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 new no nothing. Okay, well maybe I need to uh, take it too. Nothing like that. It just takes away your sexuality, but that's doesn't matter. <laughs> that's so small in the grand scheme of things. And I'm in quarantine, <laughs> so it's fine. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a European Union approved vaccine or something or something else. I don't know. There's a claim that that China had a vaccine almost immediately after the uh, virus was uh, was known. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been reading that on Google. That'd be hilarious, kind of like if they just well, not hilarious, not like haha hilarious, but like if you really like made the vaccine like that and then just refused to share it. Like they're not even trying to sell it, like we are. Like they just right. wouldn't share it. Is, is that what that article was saying, Grandpa? That they didn't share well, it. Well, it also said that the um, that you don't have as, as strong a resistance to uh, to the uh, COVID virus as you do with the ones that have been developed by uh, Moderna and Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and so forth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but they had they actually. Uh, uh, found out what the sequence of the uh, DNA was right away for the virus in, in China. Well, yeah. sounds like we should probably learn. You know, I realized language. something today that, uh, you know, when you don't have contact with people, it's kind of gloomy in a way, you know, when you don't have uh, more uh, social interaction with other people. It, it, life is not as... Uh, is bright for for you. Yeah. I came to a a similar realization that I really like adoration. I like to be loved. You know, I like it. And I need people for that. Can't just be loving myself. I need people to love me. I demand loyal subjects. All the time. And it's a, it's a, it's a power hungry thing too. I wrote that. I was like, man, I bet that's like, I wonder if I get it. It's like a a, f- a hole that never be filled. Like first, I'm like, oh, I like that you love me, but sooner or later, I'm like, I need you to start praying to me. <laughs> okay, sacrifice your first. Because uh, yeah, I don't know though, but yeah. All that being said, I need I need community for people to to love and to love me back. So I can understand that being by yourself is kind of lame. Yeah, are you still back? Um working full-time yeah i am does it make it a lot more normalized or easier to deal with all this stuff or now if i was to be honest um it makes me a little more cynical of humanity because i wonder how why it's so busy and why um people are like going about their business so normally and you know just just it seems like I guess a little bit of it, too, is like I wish customers would read the room a little bit, like understand that essential workers there. But they kind of like it just going like a normal day. So they're acting like really like. Normal, but it's weird because I'm like, you know, it's dangerous that you're here and it's dangerous that you're putting me in a situation, too. And it's mm-hmm. just it's just really weird. And it's very also I find it kind of hypocritical when I hear customers. I've told this last time, but customers go, oh, my God, there's so many people here. Oh, my God. Why are there so many people here? And I'm like. Cause you bought a ticket, well, just don't come. <laughs> you know, you're you're the you're yeah. part of the issue. Um, you know, I know people are trying to find norm- normalcy in life, and they want like things to go back to normal, so they're trying to figure things out. But 
I say get over it because things ain't going back to normal and you just got to figure it out. You know, tough cookies, you know, things could be a lot worse, you know, just take you, this. You know? Do you wish it was shut down again? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't, I don't feel safe. I don't think the people, the customers there are safe. I don't think that it's safe for the humanity. Capitalism makes the world go around apparently, but people are capital. So if you don't care about them, then what are you going to, what, what's going to happen? You know, yeah. it just doesn't seem very, uh, Long term doesn't seem like a good idea. If I was capitalism, I would probably be like, we need to keep these people that spend money alive. So let's just wait. Where where are you hoping things go from here with that job? Um I don't care about the job. I mean I care I mean I care about working and making money, but I care about the job. I care about the job, but I'm going to work whatever. You know, I'm just going to work. I'm never not going to be working. Like, you know, even if this quarantine goes down, I'm unemployed for a little bit. I'm going to work at some point in my life. So I'm just like, whatever. And then if I have to if I work a different job, then I will. But at least I'll be alive. And so will my family and friends. So that's more of a concern than the job. Yeah. I only do the job for people in general. I only work because I like people, I guess. I don't, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, they should probably shut it down. I'm going to tell y'all something. The only reason that we're not locked down right now is because the individual states can't afford to pay us to stay inside because the only way that we can stay inside like we need to is if we can pay for shit without going out and killing ourselves like Illinois has no money. Like they can't pay for like all the several millions of us to Mm -hmm. stay the hell at home, which, and that's why the, uh, that's why we still haven't closed down like the restaurants and the bars and stuff, because that's so many different, uh, you get so much shit from like small business owners, uh, wait staff all over the state, like servers, all those people that, like, even when they were doing, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, curbside takeout for mm-hmm. a while. We just, people were just doing curbside takeout because you couldn't eat inside or outside for a while. And, like, that sort of helped, but it didn't really help because that business is gone. I saw this, maybe I saw this on Twitter earlier this week, but somebody was saying how they're like, I'm a small business owner or I have a restaurant or whatever, and I want the shit to just close. I want us to just all just close because... Even this little half measure of us trying to be have 50% uh, capacity filled or just eating outside, like that's not enough to pay the, my, the bills for my business. Like that's obviously not, or we would have been doing that from the beginning, just having like 50% capacity and all that stuff. Like these half measures aren't helpful and it's not helpful for me to stay operating at half capacity for several months, for like almost a year like that doesn't help my business. Like we should just close everything down. Everybody stay the hell home so that we can all open at full capacity and go back on with our, with our matters, with our business. And that's the only reason I feel, I feel like I'm pretty sure that's the only reason the restaurants and bars are still open here in Illinois is because we can't shut, can't afford to shut everything down again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's some greed involved. Go ahead. What do you have to say, Grandpa? I'm sorry. Well, I, I, I was just going to say it's unfortunate because the federal government obviously can borrow money. We've borrowed lots of it. 
but state and local governments can't. And they're going to be in a lot of problems. They're going to, going to be in a lot of trouble. And uh, this uh, administration uh, is not uh, giving out any more money. And it's really needed right now, I think. For, like, yeah. no reason. It, it definitely is a... I mean, I've always thought that uh, the Trump was not a good fellow, but man, this is pretty much on like one of those pretty big ends of like not showing very much consideration for his people that he he claims to be a uh, president of when he's more concerned with his presidency and how legitimate everything was compared to uh, people losing their lives and people getting sick and being a pandemic. He he fired somebody from he fired someone today for saying that the the, you know, it was a fair fight. It was a fair, you know, and he was like, oh, you're fired. Don't ever say some <laughs> bullshit like that. Don't ever talk to me or my son again. Don't ever talk to, and then the people in the background going, we're dying. We need COVID. We need help. We need help. He's like, shut up. Recount. <laughs> let, let, let the meat cake. Yeah, they won't, they won't get help until they recount every vote and they there's more Trump <laughs> votes than there anybody else. You want some money, you poor motherfuckers. Uh, I, I haven't heard. Thing, I think the only thing that uh, Trump is interested in is uh, watching out for his own behind. Yeah, I haven't heard about this. Story. We better say what, what what happened with the guy he, he fired. fired. Yeah, he's like an election official. Yeah. He's the guy that says this. Uh, he did like he like was in charge of the election investigation or something, and he like determined this is the safest <laughs> ass election in. U.S. history because there were, you guys, you know how much you guys were, you know how even though you won in 2016, you were still bitching for the last three years about how it was really unfair. Yeah, we checked and made sure none of that shit would happen this time. So it was really, was really, like, really fair. And Trump was like, "Get the fuck out, pack everything up in your bag, say, tell your family goodbye." He says, "Say you that again, I, I dare you." Hope you can support your family on welfare. Get out of here. I, I thought I read somewhere that he got fired by tweet. I'm pretty sure that I think that was uh, what happened. Like it was. I, some, I read that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic, classic Comey. Was it Comey then, that read about it on the news, or was it somebody else? Yeah. Well, a- anybody that's ethical is uh, doesn't last very long in this administration. <laughs> Grandpa, what what would you say or do if Trump walked in the room behind you right now? He opened a cage. I yep. would uh, tell him that I think that he's a uh, career criminal. <laughs> uh, zing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a tough one. What would I say to Trump? Would yeah, what would you anything. do if you walked in that door right behind you just now, Finest? Hmm. I don't want to say it on uh, <laughs> <all> record. <laughs> I oh, probably you can get, go yourself whatever. I probably get a good ransom for him. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're on a watch list now. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, mm, that's that's how we'll we'll know the podcast is picking up traction. This one finally yeah. gets put, <laughs> put on a watch list. We're gonna add that to our Twitter bio. <laughs> Uh, honestly i'll probably get chump change for that dude if i had a moment (laughs) (laughs) i have your president tied up in my room maybe like and you would be like i have no money (laughs) (laughs) 
But but it is really serious and a shame because, you know, most of us are managing to get through okay, but there's people out there that are really in trouble and uh, they're not getting the help that they need. And, you know, if you have, especially if you have young children, it's a sad situation. It is. It's crazy. And like, remember when we were, remember when everybody started buying toilet paper because of like a poorly translated rumor from China? Like, what? Is that where that came from? That came from... Yeah, like, it was basically... It was either Europe or China. Like, somebody was saying how... I think it was in China, because the same... Whatever this... It was, like, the same material that they were using to make masks was also being processed to make toilet paper. And so there, they were having a, a shortage of toilet paper. And somebody retained that information and then sharded it out as... There's not going to be any toilet paper if coronavirus comes here. Like, I don't even, like, diarrhea is not a symptom. I don't think, like, I don't, there's no reason for it yeah, for that to be the case. Yeah, it didn't make logical sense. But everybody did it, and then there wasn't any toilet paper. And I was like, can you imagine? Like, I was, I didn't run out of toilet paper, but I was like, I can't even imagine not having this very basic thing. Like, I, now I just imagine really rich people wrapping their face with toilet paper, and they're like, Look at my Halloween costume. People were on TikTok playing with their spare toilet paper. I'm like, people literally, they're literally children and like grown people that have to like go to work and can't wipe their ass. Like, that's crazy. I feel like we we didn't see a lot of Halloween mummies this year. It's it's high quality, yeah. That's what we need today. One of the problems with toilet paper, what I read, is that... um, the, the paper that comes in that you buy for your home is different than the paper that restaurants and, you know, commercial and industrial places use. It's, mm-hmm. it's cut on different equipment and so forth. And there was just a much greater demand for stuff in the home and not as much demand for the other paper. And they couldn't switch over to make the other type of rolls. Mm-hmm. So that that was part of the issue. But I understand now that uh, there's issues they're starting to come back with the toilet paper and, uh, you know, the uh, sanitizers and so forth. Yeah. yeah people, getting a, people, people getting afraid again. And they just buying a bunch of stuff. I'm feeling nervous. Let me buy all the <laughs> freaking charmin I can find. I'm it's all we know, in. right? Capitalism. Hemor- like. it, I thought it was hemorrhoids. Fear they're and, nervous. Fear and cotton <laughs> Like, why? I, mean, I want to be shitting so much during this quarantine. I'm going to be so nervous. Like, they're not buying more soap. Like, they're not buying... I can't. They should get those uh, wipes, because those are probably better for your butt if you're pooping that much. Um, Exactly. Well, no, don't... No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Babies need that. Don't don't go spamming and stocking up on baby wipes, either. Your opinion on babies always changes. Sometimes you want to beat them. (laughs) No, I never... (laughs) Uh, this has been an interesting okay. journey. Sierra's yeah. relationship I was with babies. No I remember didn't she turn the sprinkler on? I wanted one? to hose down <laughs> yeah. bioterrorists in my community. Very what different. The, Very different. Counterterrorism. Baby bioterrorists. Not the same. What about the little kids that are going trick or treating? You want to put the sprinkler on them? They might get the sprinkler. The parent, <laughs> like twenty feet behind, definitely getting the hose. They know better. Okay. Very right. different situations. <laughs> but babies do need wipes. One thing worse than a baby with COVID is a baby who desperately needs a wipe that they don't have. No. 
Hey, Just get a Grandpa, spray bottle. I, I yeah. wanted to ask you, um, what happened with your stock situation? <laughs> um, well, I took a big beating uh, in one particular stock. Is that what you're talking about? Well, you you sold stock? you sold last week, right? You I sold did. every I did. At, when and it I hit its lowest I don't want to look at it. I'm like you know the bird that buries his head in the sand. I don't want to. Did you it. did you buy more again, or you just left no, it? No, out? no, no. I'm not going to go back into it. <laughs> You know, the average, uh, I don't know whether you guys are interested in finances at all, but the stock market, the average uh, uh, company or stock used to sell for approximately uh, 17, 20 times earnings. Zoom, which I should have looked at before I ever bought it, was selling for like 500 and sometimes earnings. In other words, for every uh, $100 that, uh, that uh, you had invested in it, it would earn one dollar, which is a very, very low figure. Mm. So, it, and that—that's what it earned. That's not even what the stockholder would get back. So, it's a very risky situation. But they are growing tremendously, Zoom. But they're just so high the price of it relative. Do you do you ever gamble? Well, that is a gamble in the market in any uh, in securities of that nature, but. When you say gamble, I don't know exactly. I gamble all the time. Every time I drive my car, it's a gamble. But if you're referring to the horse races or cards or things of that nature, like uh, the casinos, the answer is no. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't gamble yet, but uh, once we out of uh, once we're out of money and, and I'm I'm not working, I probably I probably try to figure out how to make some money somehow. Um, I feel like you'd be really good at it. Gambling? Yeah, I think so. I don't. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I like my stocks. I mean, I do buy. I do do the stock thing, but I really do. I am stocks. Yeah, I buy stocks. I own oh. a good amount. I have money tied up in that. Good for you. Are you in funds or in individual securities? Individual. Bought. That's how do you do you do you just make your own decisions as to what you buy or do you have a, a account executive that he, he doesn't listen to you i i do it myself yeah yeah and how, how do you do you research it or how do you make your decision uh study people study and, people yeah, and make my make my adjustments off of them. Okay. So well, right now, like some of the greatest companies in the world, Google and Amazon and Apple and Netflix and you know Microsoft, so forth. The government is really trying to uh, is starting to think about really breaking up companies like Google and and uh, Amazon. They'll come back. It always be there. Always be some type of like I, I think if I'm giving advice to everybody, I think streaming, Twitch, EA, EA Sports, gaming, because um, cable's going out and people are looking for new ways to watch sports and TV, and they still want to be interactive with their with their anchors and whatnot. And Twitch is the best way to talk to your audience members, and they get to watch sports still. And they get to still. I don't know if Grandpa knows Twitch. Oh, um, Twitch is a. Um, Okay. Twitch, Twitch is a, a streaming service where you can watch people game, but I really think that it's going to be like, I think it's going to move really far in the future and like it's going to be more than just 
watching gamings. I think it's going to be like watching debates. It's going to be watching news. It's going to be watching sports games. I mean, there's NFL players that will stream a, a, a Thursday night game and then they'll they'll anchor it. So like if you're a fan of a, like Marvin Harrison or something, you can watch him anchor a game that he's watching at his house. And you can pay to do that every Thursday. So I think I, I think stuff like that's where money's going to go. <clears throat> is this something that you watch on a computer or on a television screen? Um, you can do either, but it's usually like on a a, a laptop or a, a, like a, a a gaming device or a phone. It's but, a um, website, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's kind of like YouTube or something like that. I, I yeah. think it's going to be the I think it's going to be the new Netflix is the streaming streaming uh, Twitch. Twitch, but it may it may be something else. Even if Twitch doesn't take over, I think that type of media is where money's going. So i so that's where I'd put my money at for the next. You know, I wouldn't just put it in there, sell it real quick. You probably gotta give like a five year, five year investment. But if I bought like two hundred dollars worth of their stock, I bet I I bet I get a thousand in like five years. What about um? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I was just going to ask because last thing I heard about Twitch, I think this week was like, they don't seem to know what they're doing anymore with like their copyright system. Like the last thing I heard was that they were started to copyright people for using like the music in games. Oh God. Like I was, re- yeah, I saw that on Twitter like a couple days ago. Like a lot of people have been getting like copyright claims on their videos on Twitch and they were like, well, Twitch. I'm just trying to play the game. Why can't you let me play the game? And then Twitch was like, have you considered muting the game while you're streaming it for people to see? Oh my wow. God. Just mute the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you're still providing the game to them for free. Right. So it's like it's, the it's, video. It seemed ridiculous. Like people have been streaming games for like, I mean, that would kick that would, games. that would shut down their entire platform. Cause that's all. That's the whole thing. Yeah. It was super weird to me. No, yeah, nobody's playing. Concerned yeah. that these type companies are very, very, very risky. And uh, one of the things that surprises me is that the virtual currency seems to continue to grow. Uh, what is it called? Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Those type currencies uh, have done well. I never trusted them, but it sounds like a lot of companies and governments are accepting them. Yeah, I'm sketched out about it too, Grandpa. I don't know if I believe in it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's literally made up, right? It's not a product. It's just imaginary I mean, currency, isn't it? Nah, it's currency. You can buy drugs with it. You use it for but, the dark web. But like... That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> yeah, but that's... that's there. There's no it's gold attached... Rhythm. Yeah, there's no it's gold attached rhythm. to each Bitcoin. Like what... There's never been gold. There, well, there hasn't been gold attached to our money in like yeah, a long time. We stopped doing that. All right, yeah, but well, we have the backing of the United States government, and it's, it's a in my to- sophomore <laughs> year economics class, <laughs> <laughs> high school, not college. All right. They said that gold. They put a little gold on every dollar bill. So, <laughs> and with that let's introduce the show uh you're listening to grandpa and chill i'm brandon fox i'm here today with uh our amazing producer sierra uh our co our young uh awesome co-host you're talking about grandpa. Oh. Oh, yeah, I, was, I was like i don't know 
I don't know who you're talking about. He said, how many keywords can I try to put in here so the right person responds? (laughs) We got got our co-host, Finest, and as always, of course. Grandpa. Yeah. You might as well just say you might as well say in the old fart. That's basically what Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got we got the man worth a farthing. Dear Lord. Um and our, our first guest today is uh Elsa. Hello. Is it Elsa? Yeah. What's up, Elsa? Hello, Whoa. Elsa. Delightful headphones. Love your headphones. Oh, is that headphones or ears? Oh, oh yeah, both. They're both. Yeah. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yay. Yes. Ah. I just used it at the base instead of the headphones. So. Yay. Perfect. Delightful. Hello. Hello. Have you been able to hear us at all through the last fifteen? Not 20? at all. Got you. Got you. Wow. I've been here the whole time, but I have no idea what's going on. Oh, yeah. it's all. So good. everything's a surprise to me. All right. <laughs> Great. So um, how are you today? Where are you yeah. from? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm in Washington, the Pacific Northwest. So it's been raining all day. Oh, that Ooh. sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. It's not cold at all. Uh, I just like rain. So. <laughs> I don't like cold and rain mixed. Hate it. Yeah. Gets yeah. in your bones. Um, today, <laughs> crazy. I know. Actually, we never talk about this, but we're we're talking about uh, coronavirus, um, mm. our own personal experiences with it. If we've had any, uh, where'd we get? We we wandered into stocks and a lot of stuff going yeah. on with the government, and then we just ended up with what sort of the Twitch and the new technologies <laughs> that are coming on that. Grandpa has never heard of before, but he's yeah, like, because get rich, right now rich. I have the money to just pay to get myself a Twitch affiliate, so that's totally a thing. Yeah, Grandpa, <laughs> did you understand any of that sentence? Well, I, I, I uh, Elsa just spoke about Twitch, and uh, <laughs> you know that she has the money to get on Twitch. Do you pay to get on Twitch? Yeah, uh, you 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 would pay to like uh, make a streaming site, and the people will come watch you. And hopefully well, subscribe, right? Yes. Actually, so Twitch just announced now? that if you go with like a certain service, like Cascat or something like that, if you buy a subscription through them, you will automatically get upgraded to affiliate status. Interesting. Oh. What so is that's, the difference that's between, really big. What's the difference between Twitch and, and what we're doing right now, podcast? <laughs> Ours is way cooler. It's a, it's a great uh, question, Grandpa. Uh, on mean, here, people actually talk back. Twitch is, okay. yeah, Twitch is I mean, kind of Finest was talking about using it as a gambling site, but I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I'm not would. understanding the whole thing. Yeah. Twitch is live usually. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Twitch you can watch the gaming. So say two people are playing Madden. If anybody plays anything, you can gamble on it. I mean, honestly, people could gamble on us right now. Say who's the first person who's going to say something. I guess we could always gamble um, or make it into a drinking game and like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. All kinds of stuff. Let's just, yeah. numb, let's numb ourselves to the, to the things that are going on and just jump into gambling and, and drinking, drinking. game. Find the problem. I- yeah. <laughs> on, on that note, uh, my brother, uh, Jared, your, your grandson, he's a Twitch streamer. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, he- I've never heard of it before 10 minutes ago. 
he's trying to be a he's trying to be a pro gamer yes yeah he um so you know you know uh mario Mm -hmm. yeah the game so yeah yeah so he he does this thing called speed runs where he tries to complete the game in like under an hour and a half like start to finish like a very long like a, a hundred hour game and uh he's he's learned every single map how to do it in like under a couple minutes and this took him months and now he just that's all he does every night is he like streams that i don't know if i'm making sense grandpa but is that what he's going to college for (laughs) (laughs) it's getting his degree in economics for sure must make your parents very happy Wait, is that right. the one? Wait, is it in economics? Is that the guy that told you about the gold standard? Yeah. The uh, oh, yeah, oh, that was my high school teacher, Jared. Jared heard that in his class, and now he decided to go to college for it. But I, I, I will say, this is great for this podcast. Is that what you just said about sort of like, is that what he's going to college for? It's a much more financially viable route for like levels of ceilings of like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people in their 20s who are multi-millionaires and the older generations are like a oh, bah humbug but um all this stuff that they're teaching about mm, current economics job security all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff um it's not not doing too well the that advice is not holding up as well well, when you're talking about millionaires, Brandon, are you talking about people that design these games or people that play them? No. They just play, play them. them. Just play them. I see. Yeah. Got to be pretty charismatic, I would think. Um, people got to gotta interact with your with your fans. It's a form of prostitution, basically, but you're prostituting your personality. Oh, oh man. That's hey, not could- wrong. Yeah. It's not wrong. Yeah, you what? Can say that about anything, though. I mean, you sure can. If LeBron James can dunk real hard and a girl can do something, hey, why can't they both get paid? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, Elsa, what is your what kind of career do you have? Um, my career is none, none right now. None. Um, I actually was teaching English in Korea, and before that, I worked as a records clerk at a police department. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Good for you. Yeah. Um, I know this is off topic, but it was about the rain. I was just going to ask, do you know about, do you know about Petrichor? No. Oh, is this when humans can sense rain coming? They can smell oh. it in the air. Yeah, I do that. Do you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it that It smells means. really good. Ozone. Yeah. Right up in your nostrils. Look at that. I wonder why we do that. I wonder why humans oh. can do that. That's the name of one of my favorite songs, and I never knew what that meant. Mm. Maybe yeah. it has like a hunter-gatherer thing where you're trying to anticipate yeah. weather. I don't know. Rain's coming. I bet if you're a farmer yeah. back in the day, if you're like a nomad, you're like, uh-oh, family, rain's coming. I can feel it. I can smell it. Collect the sheep or something. I don't know. Yeah. So oh, also, okay. what, what, was the, what was the harder of the two jobs out of the ones that you just said? Um, well, I've, I've taught before, but teaching in a different country with different systems and stuff is, uh, very difficult. I really liked working for my police department. Um, and I kind of wish that I hadn't left to go to Korea and teach. 
Um, um, but that was mostly because of the, the Hogwan, the private school that I went to was not great. They were one of the shady ones. So yeah, I struck out with that one. <laughs> what, 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 uh, I don't speak very much Korean at all. I know how to order myself some food, depending on what it is. I can order makgoli, stuff like that. You know, the basics. What, what do you mean by shady? Oh, um, they put stuff in your contract that's illegal and try to get you to work unpaid overtime. Oh, and no. it was not good. And right now, uh, the COVID levels in South Korea are going up really high because they just had um, Chuseok, which is their family celebration, honoring their ancestors and things. Oh, wow. And then there was Halloween and now we have Thanksgiving coming up. So when I left, they had closer to 50 infections nationwide per day. And now they're over 300 per day. Jeez. So Did it's you, a big difference. You left cause Corona or your contract had just ended. I actually pulled a midnight run and left a month into my contract. Whoa. So, Good for you though. Like that's yeah. I actually got physically sick and couldn't even go to work. So I just decided to buy a plane ticket instead. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Did you ever get Corona or? No, my mom mind. actually um, had a secondary exposure at the hospital here where we live. She went in and one of the workers that she was in direct contact with had COVID. And so she got tested and she was negative and she did quarantine and everything. Um, my grandmother's cousin, though, did die of COVID. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I know in the Pacific Northwest that it is a big problem right now. I know North and South, North and South Dakota are terrible. Yeah. Sorry, uh, is the state of Washington that high uh, uh, difficult situation right now with COVID? Um, we have a lot of different areas here in Washington state that have big outbreaks. Um, the main one that everyone's concerned about is in Yakima County, specifically in the city of Yakima. It's really big um, industrial. They have a lot of packing plants and we have orchards and stuff. So that's where a lot of our infections are coming from. Where I live, we're only 45 minutes away from Yakima. And so a lot of people commute back and forth for work. Mm -hmm. So we actually had a small outbreak here um, right before I left for South Korea. And that was a big thing because we're like, there's the packing plant here. We know it's going to happen. People go back and forth. And then it did. And our local health department really didn't do anything about it. They're like, eh, if they don't test positive, they're fine. Yeah. Which may or may not be true, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we have stuff popping up all over the place, schools getting infected, people at the hospital. And it's not good all around. And I kind of wish people had listened to Inslee in the first place and we had actually done like a lockdown quarantine, how we're supposed to, but mm -hmm. people just don't listen. Are you near Seattle? I'm about uh, two hours away in good traffic. Well, in which in, in which direction? Uh, south. I'm in central Washington. Mm -hmm. And Elsa, if <laughs> let's say um, the, the center of your town, a sign went up tomorrow that said, um, COVID, COVID vaccine, uh, get it here for free, um, verified by Pfizer. 
Like, would you, would you get one tomorrow? I think if I saw something like that, based on the studies that have come out saying like how effective it's been in trials, I would definitely do that because I myself and several of my family members are actually in the high risk group. We have um, a lot of elderly people in my family and community. Um, a lot of people in my family, including myself, have multiple autoimmune disorders. So yeah. it's really in our best interest to have an effective vaccine and get that as soon as possible. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa, you, you said you'd get it too, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely would because I'm in a high risk group and my wife yeah. is very much in a high risk group. So, you know, if one of us got it, the other one would, would get it. So, yeah, sure. I definitely would. I definitely would get it. I had a uh, situation many years ago. Um, I went out for a job. I told a uh, employment agency that I was a carpenter. Well, I know how to turn a screw with a screwdriver and, you know, and I have a hammer. They sent me out to a job in Washington at a, uh, I guess it was a paper factory. And there was a stack that must have been 200 feet in the air and 10 feet in diameter. And they wanted me to build wooden trestle around the top of the of this uh, uh, stack. I totally didn't know what I was doing. I was in my loafers and blue jeans and whatever. <laughs> I had a hammer and a screwdriver <laughs> a long time ago. But it's a beautiful area up there, state of Washington. Very pretty. You're not that, uh, I'm assuming if you're that far south from uh, from Seattle, then you're not too far from Portland. Um, no? actually because of all the mountains and everything, it takes a long time to get to Portland. Um, mm -hmm. I actually have a sister that lives outside of Portland, um, actually just North of Vancouver and it takes her about 20 minutes to get to Vancouver. And it takes me about four and a half to seven hours to get to her house, depending on traffic and weather. Wow. Wow. I remember living in, in uh, I was there in living in Portland when St. Helens blew. And I remember I could see, uh, I guess it's Mount Hood and uh, St. Helens uh, from Portland. Mm -hmm. So um, it sounds, do you have any other interests uh, other than your career, uh, your work a day, anything music or any hobbies, cooking, whatever? Me? Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I like to sing. I like to cook. I don't do either very much or very well. Um, I, I am on Twitch, so I do some stuff on there. I'm not good at that either. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I like to dabble in a lot of things. Um, I also write. Um, I write fan fiction. I'm trying to get uh, a job as the technical writer right now because you can do that remotely. So yeah. there's lower risk of COVID and the pay is decent. So why not? So I do like to write. I, I find that that's really fun. Um, I garden sometimes, but I don't particularly like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm good at it when I try, but I don't I don't like it. I just picture you like just grumbling and like like some carrots. God cucumbers. <laughs> what are you doing over here? And her and her and her fingers are all green, green thumbs. <laughs> like, oh, I fucking hate this. Um, it's like 
why did these pumpkins get so big this year? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> what what fan fiction? What what do you what do you What's your fandom? Yeah, what's your fandom? What's my fandom or what's my favorite fandom? What do you what's what like impassions you so much you're like, bro, I gotta write a fanfic about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I don't even remember how I got into writing fanfiction. I know it it just happened when I was like in high school. I was like, yeah, fan fiction. And so I don't even remember what that was. Um, but I like writing challenge fix. So if someone proposes something, I'd be like, they give me an idea, I'll run with it. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. Okay, that sounds like fun, like writing prompts. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this is what it's going to be. And you have to include these elements. Work it out. Wow. Have you played D&D? Oh, yeah. I like Fruit <laughs> the best. Sounds sounds up the alley. Yeah. Okay, cool. I've never tried it before, but I'll think <laughs> this quarantine happens, I would like it, but I haven't. Have done you it. have you ever been a DM before? I haven't. Someone actually just asked me yesterday if I had ever been a DM or if I wanted to DM. And yeah. I think it's really awesome. You have a lot of like world building and character creation abilities. Um, but I also don't know if I would have like the attention span to just do that do you do you have uh, i'd say a decent knowledge of all the races and the classes though in like a standard game i think it depends on like what version of D you're trying to play the, whatever like whatever one you know best like your top um i would say i have at least basic knowledge of most of them but if like, someone asked me, like, uh, a straight up, like, what's this ability that this character has that does no, blah, blah, no, no, blah, no. I'd be like, no. Because uh, my, my question is, like, right now, uh, if we were to explain all of this to Grandpa and help him pick his own race and class and stuff, like, would you no, be I was going to ask you what through? a DM is. Oh, yeah, a dungeon master. You got to slide <laughs> into him, Grandpa. And, <laughs> I'm in another world, okay. And, and D&D is Dungeons and Dragons is what we're... Um, it's old right didn't dungeons and dragons come out in like the 60s or something it's really old you know they were blaming marilyn manson for like bombings and school shootings and stuff back when i was a baby Mm. yeah let's let's push pause on this because our old pal steve is waiting in the ether awesome yeah i would love uh if you could come back on another time maybe we could do a whole D &D setup for grandpa and finest yeah Yeah. Yeah. we can totally do that oh my god that's the that's the fun stuff i'd love to i'm already imagining things oh great great i love it how long has this twitch been around like this is the first time i've ever heard about it years and years years. years. i mean i know what a twitch is but i I don't 20, think it's been that 30. popular except for the last like six ish years though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Four to six. Oh my gosh, get, I never heard of it. It just got popular. I remember Halo and and once the MLG, the major league gaming started coming out is when Twitch got started getting some footing. Yeah. It's a mm. new pastime. I mean, I, I I enjoy watching people play games. I, I feel mm. like especially yeah. like I don't like playing video games, but I do like the storylines of video games, and I like watching them. And again, if they have a good person that's playing the game, they're really charismatic, and they're making jokes, and they're talking about the story, then yeah. I'm all for it, and I'm all there. And you don't yeah. have it also helps like if you don't know what kind of game to buy, you can see other people play it and see if it's something you would enjoy. Very true. 
Elsa, one last question before you go. Yeah. What do you think makes a good Twitch streamer? Because my brother's trying to break into it. Um, well, I'm not a good Twitch streamer, so I don't know if I'm <laughs> a good person to ask. Um, but I think when I do watch people on Twitch, I like when they um, talk about what they're doing in the game and if they're checking the chat and responding to people, if they're asking questions or saying something funny, if they just have that banter back and forth. Okay. Yeah. So, so engagement. Good, good engagement. Yeah, yeah. Good interpersonal qualities. Yeah. You're a lovely guest. Uh, interesting and nice to nice to uh, communicate with you. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Grandpa. Yeah. Then the next time she's on, she's going to turn you into a, a wizard or a druid or something. <laughs> yep. Be ready. I have the dungeon master guide on my computer. It's yeah. have it have it ready. Let's do this. That's I will. Great. I'll All send right. you the character sheet when we're done. Awesome. All right, great. Have a great night, Elsa. Have a great one. Thanks. Bye. See ya. Right. Bye. Steve. 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 Hello. 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 Hi. Good evening. A lot of instruments you got there. Yeah. Wow. Flexing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We just moved into this place so uh lots of instruments and this is my little fortress of solitude so wow nice did, did the place come with the instruments no we just moved in uh two weeks ago um me and my girl um her son and our daughter uh wow. well our upcoming daughter. She's not here yet. She'll be here in May. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Amazing. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. So are those all yours? Do you guys share them? Is this just like the guitar room? This is, no, this is my room. So they're all mine. Those are all, they all have names, you know, <laughs> uh, they, they're, they're all mine. Nice. Boy, I'm interested in hearing you play. Um, I, if I had it set up, I would do that, um, but at this point, I can't. But I can send you some other stuff. If you look up uh, on on uh, Apple Music or anything, yeah. uh, Rehab for Robots is the name of the band, and I do all the instruments for it. Amazing. What, what, what is the name again? I'm sorry. Rehab for Robots. Rehab for Robots. Cool. Okay. Good. Yeah. Where'd you just move to and from? Um, I'm from Arizona. I'm one of the few Arizona natives, but uh, I once we found out we were pregnant, I was like, well, we need a bigger house. So I moved 0.4 miles away from my other house. I sold it, had a, a dream opportunity to move into this place. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at. Nice. Amazing. Nice. Yeah, it's one of those things where fate works out. Yeah. Yeah. And how have you been uh, keeping busy during the whole pandemic and everything? Uh, a lot of video editing, to be honest. Uh, that's my, my normal gig is running video crews and creative content uh, management for a company that does storage units. Um, and just we're going through a merger right now, but that's what I do kind of in the construction industry, but I just try and make metal boxes look as sexy as possible. 
That's how how we started the whole podcast. Grandpa introduced us to video video editing software. He's trying to learn it. Oh, very good. Yeah, boy, it's complicated. Yeah, which which program are you using? Uh, it's uh, it? a Black Magic camera. I don't know if you've heard of that. <laughs> it's a uh, cinema camera, and uh, uh, it's called Resolve. It's uh, it's like hundreds of pages to, to learn of, you know, fairly technical things, much of which I don't even really know the the word, the wording. But, you know, when you get into hues and saturation and various things that uh, I hope I'll be able to, to master it. Yeah. Well, there, there's there's a trick in in all of video editing. It's not really so much about how stylistic you are it's about the story that you're telling and if you have a good story people will put up with terrible editing well i'm trying that's to what, that's what gets me my, my my bills paid i'm like i'm not the best at it i'll just tell the best story i can i'm i'm into music edit uh, music recording and uh the company that designed this camera it's an excellent camera it competes with cameras that are five and ten times the price it's being used. They've had some uh, some feature films that have been done with this camera, but unfortunately, the people that design it, they're geniuses with the uh, with the photography part of it, but not so much with the audio. So they made the they made the um, uh, mini XL, uh, XLR a monaural channel, and the and then there's a, another input which is not balanced, which is stereo which uh, could be an issue if you have long, you know, long cable runs. So I would prefer not to have to go into, uh, into uh, post editing in order to sync the, uh, the uh, music, uh, the audio with the video until I really know what I'm doing. And, uh, but I understand you get a better, you get a better product if you do it separately and sync it in. So you probably know a lot about that. I know some, and then I fake the rest of it. But yes, it's very true. If you have the two different sources, once you sync them, everything, your life gets much easier. What what uh, what type of genre do you do uh, in music? Um, I grew up in a very weird town that most people see posted on Instagram. Um, I see a lot of you are in front of computers. So if you look up Horseshoe Bend, Arizona. Uh, my hometown is three miles away from that. Uh, it's a small town called Page. Um, so when we were there, we had people running around to, they would come down to Phoenix and pick up indie CDs or whatever. So I grew up on a lot of math rock, a lot of heavy metal, a lot of country music. And um, that's kind of what I've mixed in. I didn't mix in as much hip hop as I would have liked. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, it's more of a math rock kind of thing. Tool meets C clamp meets Dianoga. Sometimes a little bit of Radiohead in there, which is my favorite band. I just don't want to try and even get into what they're doing. Are, so, are you also a vocalist? Um, I can't sing very well unless it sounds like if I go to karaoke, I can do Jimi Hendrix very well. Uh, BB King, that blues voice, but 
for the most part, I try not to sing on the new records that I've done. Yeah, I, I've been uh, daydreaming about your um, your band name. I just imagine like a robot going, eh, eh, I, my name is Anthony and it's been 45 days since I helped a human. And they're all like clapping, like, good job. You don't need <laughs> a human. Somebody. <laughs> this is, get your own independence, robot. And he's like, eh, eh, where's my chip? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is actually perfect. I might actually steal the where's my chip line. Yeah, uh, new cool. new concept for a video. <laughs> I know, right? Right. right. For the next Where'd you album. come up with the the name? So the name of it, uh, I had a friend of mine back in the MySpace days, so way back in the day. Um, a friend of mine has this obsession with. Dakota Fanning when she was really, really young. He's like, no, she's she's too good to actually be human. She's a robot. And I wrote like some kind of blog about, oh, you know, all these child stars going to rehab, but not Dakota Fanning because she's a robot and there is no rehab for robots. And then I was like, parentheses, I'm taking that as a band name. And um, yeah, so that's that's it started in 2009, I just started writing and playing all the instruments because uh, at the time I didn't have any band members and kind of went the Trent Reznor route with the whole thing. And and now? And now still the same thing because once you get used to something, it's like, yeah, no, now I just like doing it on my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have I have a guest guitarist. My 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 friend Doug comes in every once in a while and a, and a friend of mine. Um, Jared will do some guest vocals or, or keyboard parts, but for the most part, yeah, it's just whatever. I, it's it's not a career for me. It's just, you know, I have to do it. Uh, my dad was a DJ. Um, music is extremely important to my family, but I'm the only one who, outside of my older brother, who actually learned how to play instruments. And so we find... All of my dad's kids are very just musical. Like we have to play or we have to absorb music. But like two of us really went out and bought a bunch of instruments. And it's just a huge portion of who I am. So if like two years from now, everything's back open and you, you book a series of live gigs, is it's you and then you take those two people on the road with you? Or how does that work? Um, I would probably assemble a band. It would be more of a cloud nothing situation if you if you're familiar with that band. I don't I'm I don't know what everybody no. listens to. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, there's a band called Cloud Nothings, and he was doing the same thing I did. He just happened to get picked up, and then he he assembled an entire band. Like playing with a live band is so fun. Uh, yeah. I've done a couple of shows locally where I have backing tracks or some guest musicians, but. Uh, having it actually with real drums and real people there, that's where I get my energy. Yeah, it's a real high for sure, right? Yeah, it's the best, man. Um, have, have you noticed, have you seen that uh, Guitar Center just filed bankruptcy? That I did not know, but that's not too surprising to me since, I mean, what Bain Capital was their, their uh, funders, early on so they were always designed to go bankrupt and let Mitt Romney make money 
Are you in the stocks game? No, but I do have, uh, I, I have an MBA, um, and I got my MBA right at that time, uh, when McCain was running from Arizona, but, um, I don't really mess with the stocks. I just know the under, like I have the understanding of certain businesses I like. And, and so for them to file bankruptcy, Maybe that means I'll add. Maybe I'll add a couple more guitars. Then. Yeah, that's all I was thinking. I, was like, I can get me a guitar, maybe. <laughs> yeah, now's the time to do it. It's a it's a slap wall back there. I just need to get extra hangers, and I can turn those sideways. Make that thing work. Do you have a favorite guitar? I do. Uh, let's see. Where is she at? She is over here. But uh, she's. Uh, a silver, an Inca silver 1996 American standard Telecaster, which, um, if it was a little more beat up would look like something Bruce Springsteen would play. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. And you always got to give respect to the boss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, not bad for a Mormon kid from, well, former Mormon kid from, uh, Northern Arizona. Uh, before you go into the Mormon thing, which I'm interested in, do you know? Do you use Twitch or, or have you? Do you know about Twitch? I know about Twitch, but I don't use it. I don't oh. want to see people play video games. Me personally, I'd rather play them and fail miserably. And um, sounds like you should start a Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, I mean, wait, where where people just watch my failure? Um, yeah. I don't know that I wanted that globally exposed. I, it, I, I, I think I'd enjoy watching you fail. I, maybe, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, thank you so much, brother. Thank you so much. I got you. We got, we got one supporter here. I'm like, yeah, come on. So watch Steve fail. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. Little, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I, I, maybe I should start one where where we have it with people play. I mean, they don't even make. Yeah, what is it, uh, rock band anymore? But uh, that was the most frustrating game I've ever played because it oh, made no it. sense. Oh, it made no sense. If, if you're an actual guitarist, you're going, no, but you would move, but you only have the four buttons and, and the strumming patterns didn't match up. And so I've. I, I think that that would be interesting. I'm telling you, yeah, that would be entertaining to watch people that play guitar play rock band and then watch them like complain about it and and then watch someone that has no musical experience and do better than them or something like that i think I, i'd watch that yeah. i would enjoy that yeah there's a guy who did it uh on youtube um from mastodon and he's like i wrote this song and i can't play this <laughs> and like so 14 year old is just like killing it and he's hey. like that's not even how it, pl- it 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 doesn't play the right way the fraud yeah yeah oh, that was I was really, really good at rock band. And then I picked up a guitar maybe a year after I was playing rock band and I would just go like this a bunch of times. And I was like, why the fuck doesn't this sound amazing? Like, <laughs> it was so music. easy. And, the four yeah. and I've got the four buttons. I'm pushing. Yeah. Where's the screen? Like, yeah. So, although I will tell you the trick drop D tuning, you can slide your finger up in those four mm. positions. And just play on the the low E string, and you can make what 
you can make some Ozzy Osbourne sounding shit right there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of smoke on the water. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, I knew. Um, Grandpa, have you ever? I was going to ask you this before. Have you ever played a video game, Grandpa? Like ever? Uh, well, what was the one where the peanut got thrown out and the monkey caught it or something? Donkey Kong. That's Donkey Mario. Yeah. The very first Mario Donkey Kong one. We you play Donkey Kong? A few of them, yeah. Well, a few of them that you and Jared put on my cell phone, but no, not not the real video games. I never. Wait, wait. So you didn't play the video, the video games in like an arcade? You didn't. You didn't take uh, the kids. Well, in the old, long time ago, in the pinball machine. Yeah, they had pinball machines, but not not on a uh, TV screen. No. What about that snake game? We have to keep eating the snake, and the snake gets bigger as you find things. It was things. like 50 when that came never, out. Never oh, played. yeah. <laughs> the graphics are too much for me. So your experience of video games goes to what was on your cell phone. Like, you you, you were, you know, like, in developing com- countries, they do the, the technological leap. Like, it was never wired for telephone, but then they get cell towers, and they just jump to that. We had video arcades. You 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 could have taken your your grandkids to those and yeah, played grandpa, actual video games, and then well, you're just like, oh well, no, until it popped up on my cell phone. And then, I, I did know. take them, and I just stood around basically. <laughs> you got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. You're great. Um, so what what if you were like if we were to set up a live stream for you, Grandpa? On an, like, would you? What would happen? Like, would you know how to operate the controller or anything like that? Or? No. No. Well, I don't know what you mean by live stream. I know what a live stream is, but a live stream of what? Uh, okay, yeah, what, uh, what, what, what Twitch is? Like, any video game. Like, we... Like, I, probably I, not. I, I don't know. I, that sounds it. like So amazing. now you know what y'all need to do when that vaccine comes out. First stop, you go into Best Buy together. Right. Because you can now. Yeah, yeah. And you're picking him up like a GameCube. We're going to start soon. No, no, no. You're going to have to pick him up a Kyocera phone from like 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Get that shit on eBay. They'll just send that over. Yeah. And then you got to figure out that's your challenge. And that's your video editing challenge there, Grandpa. Find out how to hook that thing up so that you can record the screen and do the audio there. You, so you've got your audio mixing, you've got your video editing, all of that together. Put that shit on Twitch, and I'd actually like that's something I would watch. Like, oh look, yeah, it's I, I could use time time code also. Yeah, yeah. Time code yeah. I am interested in hearing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I just want to hear about Stephen's Mormon life. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, um, my mom was, uh, she's from Layton, Utah. She's a white lady, um, white Irish, Irish American, whatever. And my dad was a fat, uh, the first black firefighter in Utah. Um, she got excommunicated after my birth because they were never married. Um, and I grew up Mormon until I was 17. And met my dad at 23, and he died when I was 26. But, um, yeah, I was raised by a a white Mormon lady and still rebelled and went crazy and bought all these things and got all tattooed and 
all of that stuff. So what does being excommunicated mean if she's still like practicing? Um, well, she was excommunicated for a while and then she got rebaptized, but you couldn't take the the sacrament. There's just certain religious uh, rituals that she couldn't go through. Okay. Uh, me personally, they're all pointless, but is what it is. Did you grow up near Salt Lake City? Uh, apparently you did. Uh, About six hours south of Salt Lake. Like I I grew up in Arizona. I was born in Phoenix, but where I grew up is is nine miles from the southern Utah border. Okay. I see. Wow. You're quite the outlier. How's that feel? Um, to be the outlier, it's how does it feel to be black in America? Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's no it's no different thing. Like the, I, I don't believe that there are certain like there's there's the black culture, right? Like every, it doesn't matter if you look like me or look like you or, or any, anybody else, like, you know, if you're black and you're living in Atlanta or you move to Atlanta or whatever, you're going to get that certain type of treatment that is very, very pervasive. So yeah, it was weird because there were only like three black kids that I went to school with. And one of them's a Facebook friend, apparently a huge Trump supporter. And I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, but (laughs) I'm like, all right, cool. You know, that's silly and stupid as fuck to me, but um, it it wasn't like I I didn't get called names or any of that. It wasn't any different except that it was a smaller population. So it was more of a rural setting in the middle of the Navajo reservation. Um, yeah. It, so you, it seems like you pretty much, uh, oh, there's the horseshoe bin. Um, yep. it, what was I going to say? What was I going to ask? I was so distracted. Um, no, I get. I guess it's, I'm thinking about like the culture shock of going from being raised, like, you know, just how you, you seem like you've pretty much assimilated to to like your regular life without being, you know, not being um, a Mormon or raised around that or, or stuff like that. I mean, I know the black thing's a black thing, you know, that's a whole thing, but does it feel like even as a black person and you're, but you're from more, you're, you're raised Mormon around black people. That still must be like a little weird. Oh yeah. It, it, it's, it's definitely different. Yeah, sure. I mean, what, who, how many famous black Mormons do you know? Mm. There's one. That I could say her name and you'd be oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, Gladys it? Knight. Gladys oh, Knight. Wow, what? Yeah, yeah, she converted. Wow. Gladys wait, wait. Knight. She converted to it or from yeah. it? Gladys yeah, Knight to it. was a woman. I didn't know that. Wow. Or she wasn't when she was doing midnight train in Georgia. She yeah. was later on. And so, you know, and they tr- they it it was the idea that they were bringing these folks out as the tokens, right? And there are, there are other things in the religion. You can go through that and I can send some sites, but um, it just wasn't driving with me. And I was like about 15. And I was like, yeah, I don't believe in this. And then I went to uh, ASU, uh, the number one party school in the nation at the time on scholarship. And I was kind of like, yep, no, this, you know, and, and, and to be honest, yeah, no, I got, I got laid my first time in at ASU. And now I'm like, yeah, no, that's, this is, this, this, this is way different than everybody was telling me. So I'm good. That's hilarious. 
Um, I think I think that's a common religion story. Is like, oh my god, God, but also like sex. sex? Like, <laughs> I, well, I, 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 go ahead. I, I, well, I, I think I, I think about uh, you know, it's not that I would say that I'm like agnostic now. It's not that I don't believe in a higher power. It's just that I believe in a higher power that cannot be defined. I was like every religion that as I studied them after the Mormonism thing, I was like, everybody's trying in my mind to define what God is, what God wants, what God deems acceptable, what he or she deems unacceptable or unacceptable. Right. And I was like, but that's kind of like me coming home and telling the dogs how my day at work went and the problems I'm having with the, the, software system we're running. I'm like, they don't care. They know that I feed them. I love them. I leave and I come home, you know, whatever. Um, and I'm like, that's kind of how I view God, right? Like there's something that cares, but I can never understand something that made billions and billions of planets. And so why should I even try? Yeah. yeah. I just, I just spell dog backwards and, what the fuck? No. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> um, no I, I like, yeah, I, I think science is, I think all people are always trying to find answers to something, you know, and I think science is sometimes that same, in that same boat of like, you may not believe in, you know, you may say you don't believe in God, but you're still looking for answers, brother, um, in some way or fa- same form or fashion. I wish Very people, true. Yeah. I wish they wouldn't get so, um, so take it so personally and, you know, make it such like a, us versus them when it's like we're all pretty much trying to figure out what we're doing here <clears throat> Who, scientists yeah. oh no just people everybody i think that everybody i think everyone's searching for an answer they're searching for god or searching for a purpose for what they're doing stuff they just all have different explanations and things they follow for it I, I i i wish it wasn't i wish people didn't think it was so different you know me and a mormon or something like that like i understand there's a lot of differences between the two but we're almost in the same category we both are lost looking for something. So, you know, I, I, that's what I think about religion a little bit in spirituality and science. I think they're, everyone's trying to find an answer to something. They just pick which way they do it. Well, I would agree with that. I would just say that it's, it's when someone goes, well, I'm right because this is what I believe. So I have to be right. I'm like, well, if everybody's looking for answers, like you're saying, then why don't we all just pool together and figure out, we could figure out more answers, but we'll never figure out all the answers. And I think that's the beautiful part of it, right? Like yeah, that's you look cool. at my partner, she's crazy New Jersey girl. And I'm like, I don't know. I will never know 100% of her. My goal every day is to find out what she wants. I mean, strong black woman, from New Jersey, I, which means I get my ass handed to me on, if not the hourly, at least the bi-weekly. The hourly. Um, yeah, science, science can't really explain New Jersey that well. <laughs> I, and to save your life, I will not let her know that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will say, though, on uh, Finus's point, it's... Uh, I, I do see less people walking around like gravity's fucking real. Did you, did, oh, there was an apple that fell. Did you see that? Like, you know, so. 
what you, what yeah. you mean? I, I, uh, I think, I think that the, the point I'm, uh, that, that, um, a lot of people that, uh, tend to lead more toward science, not all of them are, um, uh, maybe not as like deeply held on those beliefs, you know, just because they take them as fact instead of something that they're trying to hold on to inherently. I think they're almost sometimes I think people that are into science and knowledge are almost more dangerous. Both all of them, once you get to extreme, become once you like he said, like Stephen said earlier, once you think that your answer is the answer and everyone else is wrong around you is when it gets dangerous. And yeah, sure. I, I sometimes uh I'm, I'm I'm a science guy. I love science. You know, I'm all for looking for the answer. That's what makes me happy. But I, I don't like people going like it can't be nothing. This can't be right because, you know, gravity and this equation and, and you're stupid because you don't believe in this. I, I kind of don't I, I don't vibe with that. I think it's kind of rude to. Yeah. To and that. also like like the it's the same people 2000 years ago or uh, I don't know. in Greek times that were like, that's fucking Zeus, you idiot. It's we know that we know it's Zeus like this lightning is being thrown down by a Greek god like that's science. So it's an ever evolving thing. It's always it's always interesting. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but there are certain points where and and I'm finding that people are getting dumber in a way like where, where, where you have these these uh, what the guy who died trying to prove that the earth is flat and i was like what did he do he fall off the egg <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 he just fell off into the nothingness it was like asgard and Thor. Like in a rocket right yeah he shot him and he had he had successfully he built his own rocket successfully and went up 1700 feet and came down it was kind of a crash landing he built a second one and it didn't work out so well for him. And I'm like, okay, but you could get in an airplane, like for all the money you spent and for how you think that you're a scientist, just get in an airplane, fly to Australia. I I mean, it's not a cheap flight. He could have just uh, bought like a hot air balloon trip. But yeah, yeah. I, that's more important because like, I think their thing is like, there's a ceiling, right? They, they feel like there's a, you only can go so high up and then you hit the ceiling. And then everything else is a straight. It's just like they a, don't even know what they think. They, they all thought, argue within that. Like yeah. you could fly out of the atmosphere if you go up that high. You could, you know. And and I'm like, just look at a solar eclipse, man. Like, have you ever seen a bar going across the moon? The moon is round. Like everything, it makes sense. Just let it be. But it's when you get to that idea of, or when you get to that extreme of denialism. I'm like, wow, you, you really don't get anything. And I mean, you got Kyrie Irving talking about that. And it's like, yeah. dude, you've been on planes. Like, you have flown <laughs> places. Have you heard that thing about, like, someone having a basketball and they, like, put a person on the basketball and they're, like, showing how gravity doesn't work? Like, you know, how, how, you, how you end up falling off the balls. That's why the world... <laughs> <laughs> that's why gravity doesn't that's why it doesn't work that's why the world is flat i've listened to i it. haven't i haven't just because I, I there's only so much stupid i can take where i'm like uh i i i just my mind has been blown 2020 has been such a dumpster fire that i'm like okay I, sure the the world is flat just tell me when you get to the end find the end i will pay you money Pay you to jump off. Like, 
Yeah, it, I, 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 I drop stuff off the edge and see what happens. No, yourself. Just go. No, no, just, no, no. I think I really, I really think flat earthers, sorry to put them all into one category. I'm sure some of them are very nice. But I know their ego big enough that they would take selfies of them at the edge of the earth. Like, uh, I'm sure that, the fact that I don't see anybody like take on their Instagram going like, look at me. I'm at the edge of the, I've made it. <laughs> you dummies. Yeah. Funny how funny how nobody's seen any of those. Not, not none of it. None of it. Yeah, I, I, that's yeah. the first thing I will do when I reach the edge of it. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, I did it, y'all. I, give me my own day. Give, you you gave Christopher Columbus a day for discovering Central America, which people yeah. had already been to. Sure, give me a day for figuring out the world is fully flat. Yeah, but you know, yeah. we don't live in a crazy world like that. Grandpa, I wanted to ask you, do you agree that people are getting dumber as someone who's been around a minute? I think that uh, that uh, pretty much the same. I think that you have a lot more to try to, to filter out today than people did years ago. It's an awful lot to filter out with all the, uh, all the different uh, media that's available. But uh, getting back to this uh, God thing, uh, Maybe if you think of it as one mind that uh, we're all kind of puppets of that one mind and uh, all of consciousness is what uh, is our, our awareness. That's a creation is uh, is uh, being created by uh, by the creator for all of the consciousness that we have. We have the illusion of the illusion of free will. But uh, whether we really have free will or not, that's questionable. Yeah. Albert Einstein had a good quote about that, right? Where I'm I'm gonna butcher it, but it was like E equals MC squared. No, 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 that's not it. Um where he said he was talking about how like science is so um perfect, beautiful, and inevitable that like it it couldn't have just happened, and if so, isn't that proof of God itself anyway, right? Like yeah, that the that the creator didn't just gamble with with everything, but uh, again, it all comes back to the illusion of reality. Uh, there is no description for any of the senses. Have you have you heard that there's a chance we we might be in a simulation? I don't, yeah, but I don't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. If you made a really, if I, it'd be a really, I. No, I yeah, I just I can't can't can't, well. can't can't take that one. I don't like the simulation one. You're asking this in, the, in 2020, like at this point, sure. Yeah. Please let it be. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give, me, give me, give me, Steve, the, give me the studios. Yeah. Steve, you've worked in, uh, you've done recording in studios, obviously. Uh, am I correct? Uh, I've I, no, I, well, a little bit, but really, I just started building right. my own. I see, and and uh, like what type what type of preamp do you use? I'm just I know this is kind of off the subject, but uh, no, no, I, I, I use uh, a Behringer. Uh, right now, I'm going through an eight QO two USB um, with obviously my Rode mic here, uh, powered preamp, um, and then out in the garage stored away. When I do live shows, I have another Behringer, but it's a the 12 channel head that I use and power some speakers. Cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, um, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, no, no. Go ahead. Mine was just nice. No, I, 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 was just, I was just gonna say I'm anxious to listen to listen to your music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Just go with the later albums, not the <laughs> early ones. I'm still learning, man. Still learning. Self taught all the way. Nice. All That's the great. Way I, love I love it. It is. Um, I'll, I'll say two things. One about what you said earlier, Grandpa, about the all of us being one. I, you know, that helps me out with treating people right. I'm always like, if we're all stardust and we're all one, then I better be more forgiving to myself, to ev- which is everyone. Um, so I try to think about, I, I do think about that quite a bit and go, I should be nicer to these people that think the world is flat because they are me apparently. So let me just go, I forgive you for thinking the world's flat, but on the going to the simulation thing, you know what I hate about the matrix is who makes a simulation that has two pills in it that lets you understand the simulation. I didn't think who would program that was so dumb. That no, no, like, no, they, they hacked that though. That was they the did. hack. That they that, did. Those were programs. That's a terrible simulation. I think a good simulation, this is why, I, I don't know. This is why I don't know. I think, I, okay, I'll take that. And the other side of it is always question yourself as to why the people who know the most about the matrix are black. Mm. The meat of the work. Got it. The She's what? got it right there. Like, I mean, think about it. Everybody who knows anything about the Matrix, Morpheus, Black, Oracle, Black, uh, Tank and, and uh, Dozer, Black. Like, anybody who is actually <laughs> free and understands anything about the Matrix, and then you have Morpheus going, take a look at the pills, Neo, you're a slave. That's the truth. True. It's it, it, The Matrix hit really different after the protests this summer. Yeah. You know what this makes me, I, this is, again, I'm, I'm sorry I'm so shitting on the Matrix. It's not that I'm shitting on it. It's just that some of these feelings. Have you heard of the Magical Negro? Does anybody know about the Magical yeah. Negro? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, of course. Isn't that one, isn't, isn't uh, the guy that knows about the peel, you know, he's just like, let me help, let me help my honestly, white man. He and the yeah. Oracle probably, honestly, he and the Oracle both are. A lot of people. If you guys don't know, sorry, Grandpa and Brandon, Magical Negroes, that someone that their main purpose is to help white people do things like Driving Miss Daisy or The Green Mile or basically any movie, Hitch, any movie with a black person in it. There's always you know, Shake Redemption. Anything yeah. that has Morgan Freeman in it. <laughs> 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 oh no! Uh, but I mean, yeah, that that is the exact um, thing. I mean, obviously, I, I well, not obviously, but I wear stuff from a company called Blackluster, which I own, uh, and yeah, I dig into some of that stuff, and that's um, yeah. I mean, the magical Negro is. It's a trope, but the Matrix could have saved themselves if the star they wanted actually took the role, which would have been Will Smith. And then they would have been educating the guy. (laughs) Will Smith said something to that, um, too, though. He was like, I'm glad I didn't take the movie because uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, yeah, was perfect. No, it 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 was Keanu Reeves. He was going to play Neo. Um, sorry, who played Morpheus in The Matrix? Lawrence Fishburne. He, he was saying that uh, Will Smith 
uh, is glad he didn't take it because he would have, uh, or or he would have taken the part away from Lawrence Fishburne because they were like, well, they would never cast two black men in like the mm, leading roles or whatever. Um, and he thought that uh, the way he played Morpheus was perfect. Oh. Yeah, I mean that's just what he said. I was gonna say um, if it, if Will Smith had been in the movie, it would have just been a black movie and no one would have gone to see it. And it wouldn't sell as well. Yeah. He was saying that they definitely uh, would have like replaced Lawrence Fishburne. That's crazy. But. Instead, he, he filmed a movie in my hometown. Yeah. Wild Wild West was filmed in my hometown. They got a good soundtrack for that movie. It's a good soundtrack. Uh, didn't that, that, like, that like ruined his career for a minute, didn't it? Maybe I'll watch that. Like for New Year's is, Day. is there any ruining Will Smith's career though? Yes. I mean, he's yeah. trying to come back. Oh my god! I swear. No, he did. I have a huge theory that he likes. Like you can, you can sell your yourself to the devil, but he tried to sell Jaden Smith uh, when he did After Earth in like the worst movie I've ever seen. Like his son got the leading role and was just so terrible, like so bad. I don't um, and. I- He's one of my Will Smith's one of my favorite actors, but like that movie, he's he's never had the career that he's had since then. That's his fault. I believe in redemption. I think with with the uh, production of the new um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I don't know if you've seen the 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 trailer of that. They're doing a thing tomorrow, right? Yeah, they're doing the reunion, Mm -hmm. but no, they're rebooting it. Because this guy took this guy did a, a fanfic thing, and I, 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 I heard that, you guys yeah. talking about that. Like he did that. That guy is actually starring in it, and wow. Will Smith is producing it because he was like, "All right, you actually have a different take on this story." Yeah, man, look it up. It's it's the trailer is nuts, but Will Smith is doing it, and they're doing the reunion, and they're bringing back the real Aunt Viv. So I'm feeling good. Yeah. And wow. I thought um, Gemini Man was a terrible movie, okay? And Will Smith did a terrible job acting. But what I'll say is that POV version of them driving on a motorcycle and, and people doing, like, um, shooting from the from the POV version was so cool. It's like they should do more movies like that. Um, yeah, no. I don't know if you guys see Gemini, Gemini Man, but it's... <laughs> Just a movie. I have it. I'm like, look, man, the real, the real bad actor who gets great roles, and I will watch every one of his films is Keanu Reeves. So that brings it all back to the Matrix. I'm like, I'll watch whatever he does because him. Constantine. I'm still like, yeah, you can't even deliver these lines, but I can't take my eyes off this film. I, I got a question. Actually, Grandpa, tell me, what, what what do you listen to, first of all? Like, give me your – we're going to keep it, like, uh, Are you referring to music or, or television or what what? Uh... Like, like, think of uh, – like, there's a there, – my favorite book of all time is High Fidelity, but it's top five records of all time. Think – what are your top five records or recording artists or songs, whatever, but well, I like music. I, I, I like Sinatra because I think he's got great bands, great, great music, American Songbook. I love Ray Charles. I love Gladys Knight. Uh, I, I can't really limit it down to five because there's so many people there that uh, uh, James Ingram. Um, uh, there's just so many great artists, uh, you know, that I enjoy. Stevie Wonder. Uh, uh, are you familiar with the Django All-Stars? 
They're guitarists. The Django All Star. No. Um, there's just uh, so many wonderful artists. I like Dean Martin, and I like um, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. is probably my most favorite entertainer of all times. He could do everything: sing, dance, do magic, play almost every instrument well. Um, there's just so many different people that I that I really enjoy. Do you uh, do you do any uh, composing yourself? Yeah, right. Um... Well, I mean, composing in that I write every song on on my records. Um, oh, everything right. is written, written by me, but I can't read or write music really. Like okay. actually, physically writing it up. Do you do the lyrics and the and the music? Of course, nice. But but you don't read music. Can't. No. Nope. Yeah, and uh, you know some of the greatest artists like um, I'm trying to think. Um, Jimmy Hendrix. Garner doesn't read music. You know, Actually, that's Garner. going to be my daughter's name is Hendrix. Oh, yeah. that's delightful. Yeah, yeah. Hendrix Janelle. That's really pretty. Mm -hmm. Wow. But yeah, I mean, I, I I think that music is a it's a feeling, and some of us are lucky enough to get to that level, but. Then there are the people who just take it next level. I think the best musician of all time, really, like or at least in, in rock music or pop, was Prince. Like oh, yeah. all around the greatest musician. And, you know, I think the greatest guitarist was Hendrix. And there would be no Prince without Hendrix, but Prince just. I'm I'm done like with what he could do. Yeah. The way he even looked at his song is nuts. I listened to some of his demos the other day, him like paying piano, just going up to sit up to compete to sit up at the piano, just playing music and just just killing it. Um yeah, he's dope. Yeah. He's okay. great. And Nat King Cole is a great musician. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's fabulous. And he can yeah. play anything. Uh, we had yeah. a fella come to Philadelphia. Uh, who played at the Philadelphia played at the Philadelphia at the uh, Museum of Art? Uh, he's from from uh, Holland, and uh, it's funny I can't remember remember his name right now, but it's marvelous. There's so many great jazz musicians that uh, I love to listen to, and uh, I enjoy Prince. And so, wait, Grandpa, you're in you're in Philly. I'm in Philly, right? So then you know you know Sister Sledge, right? No. Wait, did, did anybody know who Sister Sledge is? That sounds really familiar. I do not. I'm yeah, and now, and now I'm saying you all looking it yeah, up. Calculate. Sister Sledge. I'm sure my parents have brought it up. I'm sure someone near and near yeah, loved so. one. Yeah. My, my, me and my dad are. Well, my dad for sure. Me and him are music heads, and I don't know. Maybe he probably knows maybe about them, but I don't. I know. bet he does. Yeah, they were produced by. Uh, their first album was produced by a guy named Nile Rogers. Nile Rogers is probably one of the greatest. Well, he is the greatest funk guitarist of all time, <clears throat> having done so many different albums working oh. with Diana Ross. Yeah, I know oh, oh, now you know who they are because you yeah. see. Yeah, what they're they're, they're, uh, yeah, these songs that I'm like, okay, clearly, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know who they are, but, but I know I've heard these songs before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are family. He's the greatest dancer, or 
what is it? Getting jiggy with it was based on Sister Sledge. Mm-hmm. So that made sense for Will Smith. But actually, they live out here. They've, um, I lost my virginity to one of the sisters, Sledge's daughters. So, um, but yeah, man, they're, they're out here. It's, it's that old kind of soul in Philly, like Philly. I mean, you guys had Holland Oates out in Philly and like Sarah's smile is one of the best songs that I have ever heard. Like whatever else Holland Oates has done, there's that song and it's all that Philly soul. So. I like, I like the roots. Oh yeah, and of course, and I've run into Questlove three times in my life. That's a blessing. Damn. What? Uh, yeah, I, from being from Arizona. Yeah, I ran into him at the airport, um, and I had an afro, and I was like, and Questlove just saw me do whatever, uh, and he was like super nice. Uh, saw him when he was at the Late Show with Jimmy Fallon, and then ran into him in a club in London, where he was DJing of all places. Wow. Damn. Yeah, sometimes you get one. At that point, I'd be like, Peter, have you heard of Django Reinhardt? I have not. Okay, he's a famous guitarist. Uh, you might want to listen to him. He's part of the, the Django All Stars, and he's excellent. Hmm. The Django Reinhardt, R E I N H A R D T. You know, Steven. you guys are all familiar with the newer artists and i'm kind of familiar with the older ones so yeah i wish you were on two weeks ago we had a whole music episode would have been oh yeah, yeah. doesn't mean you can't do another one man yeah, there we go. yeah finest doesn't mean we can't do another one yeah man I, it's <laughs> I, I grew up on bands that would you know i mean grandpa you probably couldn't listen to them because they'll give you a heart attack i mean at the drive-in the mars volta uh quicksand and of course, Metallica thrice Thursday. You like all these. A, a mosh pit. Well, I'm familiar with Thelonious Monk. Do you know who he is? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Al Hibbler, Screaming Jay Hawkins. I'm going, you know. I, I, yeah, you'll, you'll have to see the record collection we have at this house. We have yeah. something like, we have over a thousand records in here, yeah. uh, just a couple feet away from me. But um, yeah, Final? man, you should do another. Lionel Richie? No, what? he said vinyl. He said vinyl. Oh, vinyl? Oh, yeah, vinyl. All vinyl. All vinyl. And and we have Lionel Richie. We have Lionel on vinyl. Lionel that's, vinyl. That's, that's, yeah, there we go. Yes. Wow. I, have, I have a couple Lionel Richie like, um, records, but my dad has the records too. But um, but now I was going to say, I read during quarantine, I read a book on John Coltrane and did a deep dive on him. And that was pretty cool about my jazz, talk, talking to Grandpa about uh, musicians that listen to a lot of Miles Davis and John, John Coltrane and went to that world. I didn't know so many jazz musicians were communists. I had no clue. That was brand new to me. And jazz cigarettes is marijuana. I had no you, clue. You didn't know that? I mean, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> and now all of a sudden, you know, now be, and I already know what you, what's on your playlist tonight. It's going to be like To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. And you're gonna have it all figured out. I'm like, wow, look at oh my print. Oh my god. This yeah, it's all gonna come together. I'm like, like, wow. This can, is like you play better if you're high or you're not high. Uh, that's a funny question because I have never been high in my life. 
Thank I've you. never smoked weed. Uh, I've never Neither done has it. grandpa. Pardon? Neither has grandpa. So you've never you've never smoked weed in your life, grandpa. I wouldn't say that. You wouldn't <laughs> say that. I'm saying I never have. I'm not like the only person I know who has it. It's because you used to be a Mormon. What? <laughs> but at a certain point, you have a, you have a great track record going, and, and then you right. go, "Well, all right." So I have I have my conditions to when I would smoke weed, where I'm like, "All right, if Bob Marley's playing and the sun is going down, I'm in Jamaica, or I'm in Amsterdam and the sun is going down." By the canal, all the you know, and I'm like, because I, I, I just don't, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I have no problem with it. I'm glad it's legal here in Arizona now. Um, but but that's yeah. a big factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, it's very important. Yeah, I, I, I want the I want it to be a special moment. It's like losing my virginity all over again. There you go. Yeah. Instead of in a dorm room at Arizona State, you gotta um, hit, hit up the what is it, the Sludge Hammer Sisters or whatever. What's the band name? Sisters Sister Sledge. Sister Sledge. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Your crew's gonna give you. Your 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 crew's gonna give you I'm trouble. Get a man. lot of what shit. Hear, what you hear it, man? Like. Think about getting jiggy with it. That I'll is listen, Sister Sledge. Uh, it's hilarious. Oh, man, that's one of the greatest riffs ever, man. Hey, now Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jimi Hendrix experience, you, you've played it many of times. Of course. Uh, yeah. This is all, I, I, you know, it's just about drugs a little bit. A little bit. Well, yeah. I mean, everything he did. He yeah, saw right. colors. <laughs> I'm naming my I'm naming my daughter after the guy. I already know kind of what I'm getting into. I, exactly. <laughs> like, who doesn't want to hang out with a little black girl named Hendrix? Like, you, you know, know we're not good. me. Uh, I, I I know I know I know the trouble that I'm kind of getting into, but she's got a couple of toys that she gets to play with back here. Yeah, that should be great. No one needs drugs. High on life. Are you going to push her into uh, being a musician or singing, uh, going that direction? I I think that she's going to end up, uh, especially with her mom, with her mom's entire line is uh, one of them being an executive, a vice president at Atlantic Records way back in the day before he passed. I think that um, with that line and my dad being a DJ, it is her destiny. That's yeah. It's just one of those things. Now, do I expect her to be Beyonce? No, but I think that she'll always have that music and that that interest in music, and hopefully, she becomes a lawyer to make me a retirement fund (laughs) and be able to um, just let me make weird albums and and whatever or she becomes a rock star i either way but um yeah she'll definitely have an interest in music i don't think that there's yeah, any I, way I she think it's, it's really lucky to grow up with that probably super lucky yeah i'm hoping you know as long I as mean, we have you, water in arizona you grew up with it right um i found it on my own um, okay. like, because I, I didn't 
know my dad. I just knew that I had this drive for music. Gotcha. So I was obsessive, like at, at what, five years old, like I had a, a cassette tape of Thriller and I just wore through that cassette tape. And I didn't really know why I loved music so much. I just knew that I loved it. Uh, I never thought that I would be, I never thought that I would own more than one guitar. Um, the first guitar I bought is the one, the Strat right there. Sorry, it's hard on Zoom. You still but, have it, holy shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, man, that's a 1974 Fender Strat. Um, wow. Bought it in 1994. But yeah, I mean, it's it's, I didn't know how to play it, taught myself how to play it. I don't know where that drive came from, except that I'm like, that's my father's influence. I hope you have a lot of insurance on it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually, you know, I mean, it's a heavily modified 1974 Strat, but yeah, it's definitely, it's got its separate little policy. I know they're expensive. I know. Especially because it's close to that door, and I'm like, someone breaks that door, grabs that, if they grab that guitar, yeah, yeah. Where do you live? What's your address? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> On that, I think uh, we should start wrapping up. You, you got any uh, last thoughts, Stephen? No, no. I think it's uh, it's actually just been a, a, a fun Wednesday for me. So, um, yeah. you know, if you guys want to record anything in the future, I'd love to step in. I've had a lot of fun. Um, obviously, I go through a lot of different subjects. And, oh, so do we, know, for real. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's awesome, man. You guys are you're you guys are cool, man. Oh, so yeah. hopefully, hopefully we can do a music episode. Like I want that, and I want the yeah. high fidelity top five albums, records, whatever. You guys pick it. That sounds fun. All you have to do is convince Finest for a music episode, and I'm down. Look, we'll just... there's nothing wrong with. I, I just don't want to sit here for two hours <laughs> watching people play. A song. No offense to them, so they're great artists, but it's hard to be an Odyssey member. You got to smile and clap. It's, maybe, it's a, maybe we can just do like a musical exhausting. guest at the end. Of a we should get them. Episode. Maybe, yeah, that's better. Like if you split them up, let me talk to the the musician about music. But I don't want. I just. It's just. I don't want to sit there. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Finus, have you have you not seen High Fidelity? Have you ever seen the show High Fidelity, the movie High Fidelity, any of that? You know what's funny is it's one of my most played playlists on Spotify, but I've never seen the show because I love the soundtrack though. It does have a really good, um, but I haven't seen Just the show. Watch the movie. To... Watch the movie with John Cusack, and that's the type of episode where you have a top five list, and it's just people being critics and people going, "This is what I love and yeah. why." See, that episode, book me. I'm ready, Brandon. That's what that's what you talk about. Don't talk about the music thing. I, I don't want to be in a, at a concert via Zoom. Yeah. Zoom. No, um, no, no, no. It's not a concert. It's just sitting there talking about music. Going, this is why I like these five records or these five songs. Top five songs to play on a Monday morning. Whatever it is, that's you know the top five list is always the hardest list to make. And yeah, then yeah. you know we get Grandpa talking about you know I don't know Tony Bennett. I'm all about yeah. it. By the way, still the third best show I've ever seen. Tony Bennett, 
live in Las Vegas, New Year's okay. Day, 1999. Mm. Guy killed it. Still have that ticket somewhere. I think my favorite album is Songs in the, Songs in the Key of Life. is probably my hands-down favorite album. Yeah, we have three copies of that in the house, actually. Yeah, it's just I'm um, But NBA drafts has already started tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I'm about to go watch that. Pacers, 54th pick. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, we just and- picked up CP3, so... Oh. The Suns are, we're we're embracing we're embracing mediocrity right now. We're completely happy with being. You're gonna make the playoffs. You're gonna make the playoffs next year, for sure. Watch, we will find a way to screw that up. Trust yeah. me. Any any quick last thoughts, finest grandpa Sierra? Did we already ask the vaccine question to Stephen? Oh. Yeah, Stephen. Yeah. Stephen, vaccine comes out tomorrow. You taking it? Yeah, sure. As long as the FDA approves it and. Um, you know, Pfizer's going to make their money anyway, but I would rather be happy and free. So, sure, whatever. Boom. And that's our show. I want to thank our amazing guests today. We had Elsa and Steven on. I'm so, so happy y'all came. For real, this was like one of my favorite interviews. I think we did 45 an hour. You're fucking... It's amazing. Um, uh, as always, thank you so much, Finest, amazing producer, Sierra, and Grandpa. Yes. I love you. I wish I could give you a hug. Oh, boy. yeah, I know. For real. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. What, uh, tomorrow when the vaccine comes out. Yeah. Have a great uh, night, everybody. Yeah, and you're a very interesting guest, Steve. Uh, thank you so much, Grandpa. Enjoy it. Thank you. Podcasting with Grandpa Bart and Rosie Always on his shoulder This is Grandpa and Chill. Grandpa and Chill is brought to you by your hosts, Brandon Fox, Bart Frank, and Finest Jackson. Our producer is Sierra Doss. You can find episodes old and new on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show, and follow us on Twitter for behind-the-scenes moments you can't get anywhere else.